Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast, I've Got Time, with Sherry and Shakayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and healing to become aligned with the best version of ourselves. Hey. <laughs> What's up, baby? Um, I'm chilling. How you feeling today? I don't know. I feel like all of my personalities are trying to make a make an appearance at the same time. It's like that SpongeBob episode. It's one of my favorite episodes where like all the different hymns in his mind is like it's his brain on fire, the facts and stuff, like or shredding it. It's like everybody running around crazy. Yeah. Everybody's at the conference table trying to talk at once. So I'm trying to be balanced. Mm-hmm. Let them talk, girl. What are you saying? If, if you are like a complex individual like Cherry and you have different sides to yourself, but you seldom let those other sides get any action, eventually they're going to be crawling their way out in the moments that it's not preferable. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, I'm just saying. You gotta be you sometimes. Even no matter how many different yous it is. That's why I have like a lot of friends. Because I can be me in different places and spaces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I can't be me in this place, I'm gonna go somewhere else to be me. The other me that I can't be in that place. Yeah. I feel you. I admire you though. You know what I'm saying? You don't like split your energy up between a lot of people and stuff. It's like you show up as you everywhere you are. And that's admirable. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have anything you want to get off your chest this week? I don't have anything nice to say. Uh, do I ever have anything nice to say when I get this on my chest? I feel like that's a qualification for to get it off your chest segment. It can't necessarily be nice. I just want people to stop asking stupid questions. And stop asking questions that you can find the answer to. Oh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I feel like we share that in common for sure. I hate to keep bringing back to astrology, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's people who are ruled by Mercury, it's like communication is top tier for us. So, like, when I didn't know how to communicate well, life was very hard for me. Yeah. And now that I'm, like, a decent communicator, at least I think so, it's a struggle in my other relationships where people have not evolved yet there yeah. in that area of their life. Like, and it's extremely frustrating because i'm one of those people that i research everything i look up everything if i don't understand the word right then in that moment i need to find out what that word means and it is so fucking annoying when people do that like why do they do that especially like tiktok comments (laughs) what does that mean bitch you're literally holding your phone watching this video yeah open up google or like Somebody commented on one of our videos on YouTube recently and we was talking about black love and it was like, what the fuck is black love? Like, first of all, self-explanatory. <laughs> two words kind of explain each other. Like, yeah, I don't know how else to explain that. I feel like they was just being assholes. Yeah, I mean, they was for sure, but it's just like, why even though? Fucking yeah. keep scrolling. But I'll get there shortly. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's all I have right now, I think. That's all I'm willing to get off. (laughs) That's all you can preserve this week. Yeah. Well, that's good. I have a couple things I want to get off my chest. The first thing is something I feel like that's impacting all of us, but we may not be realizing it in this current moment. And so I think it's important to bring it up to the forefront of any conversation Mm -hmm. and that is the book bans that's currently going on in the united states people think oh it's just florida it's just texas and it's fucking just not nigga you probably got some book bans in your own neighborhood and you don't even know okay i was on twitter the other day or x (laughs) 
<laughs> if you're going to call it that. Girl, that's another thing that I need to get off my chest. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Twitter is branded the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Why would you change the name of it? It doesn't. Because it's controversial? Is that what it is? Just stop. Is he a Gemini? Girl, don't get me going on Gemini's. I don't know what that man is. I don't think. Let me just stop. Let me not say nothing else about this person. Okay. Now. <laughs> I see somebody took a picture inside of a Barnes and Nobles. I know it's a Barnes and Nobles because they all look the same. You know, it's one of those corporate places where you go to no matter where you go. It all pretty much looked the same. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, they have this book stand specifically for books that are banned and I just wanted to share with you guys some of the books that are being banned right now and how they don't make any fucking sense okay mm-hmm. um we got the Wizard of Oz a book and a movie that has been out forever mm-hmm. okay this book is banned for depicting women in a strong leadership position First of all, what? it low-key feel like you never even seen the movie because I'm not trying to be funny, but taking four niggas with me or three on a trip that I don't exactly know where I'm going, these niggas don't have no courage, no brain, <laughs> no heart, no heart. <laughs> I don't know if that totally qualifies as women in a strong leadership position because you know how I feel. You shouldn't have to struggle. Mm-hmm. And to me, that whole movie was giving struggle situation. Did you got a black woman in it? Uh-uh. And who are they going to? Who is this mysterious guy? If anything, he was the person they was trying to get all the magic and power from. But, you know, we don't have to go in on each of these books and movies. I just felt like, what the hell? Okay. Yeah, not being fake. Anyways. Then we got Hop on Pop by Dr. Seuss, which I feel like most Dr. Seuss are childhood classics. It's Mm -hmm. like just certain ones, you know, the cat in the hat. A lot of Dr. Seuss books is getting banned because they're too much imagination, too much not grounded reality. Hop on Pop was banned for encouraging children to use violence against their fathers. What? But they still got... All these horror shows playing on every single channel you could think of. All these crime investigation shows. But Hop on Pop is too much. I don't... Who... Who was going through these books and saying this is the one? Now, this is a favorite in our household. And it was hilarious to me. Captain Underpants was banned for promoting bad behavior. Now, do they have shenanigans? Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, once you're going to let one shenan, they're going to shenan again. <laughs> but it's literally just a funny-ass book, a funny-ass movie. Like, kids just enjoy that. I've mm-hmm. never thought once to myself, oh my God, Max is watching Captain Underpants. Let me get this out of his hands. This book is so scary for him. I will tell you, though, I did have to ban Caillou in our house when my son was about two. That bald-head-ass nigga. Can't stand him. He had to go. But guess what? Caillou is streaming on PBS right now, niggas. Okay? Damn. Um, and then we got Winnie the Pooh, who was banned for being disrespectful to God by having talking animals. And I just want to say, a lot of these book bans... You can see the reasoning of them is based in Christianity. And so they're trying to use religion to tell people what to do, what they can and can't read, how to live their life. And we know how fundamentally wrong that is because, like I said in another episode, there are other religions besides Christianity that people follow. And also, like, if you need a book to tell you what's morally right or wrong from doing something, you probably just ain't a good person in general anyways. Yeah. So, like, sit with that. Like, being disrespectful for gods for talking to animals. If that's the case, water dog mommies and poppies out there. What do y'all got to say against them? That's real life. You're talking to animals all day. Ridiculous. You're not watching Winnie the Pooh and then going outside and expecting to talk to animals. (laughs) Like, what? Girl. 
I just feel like a lot of these books, the moral of any of these stories wasn't any of the conclusion of what they was banned for, which is so weird. I've never in all of my years seen Winnie the Pooh because that cartoon got to be older than me, right? This book yeah. is old as hell and was like, oh my God, talking animals. Like, because they're all animals except for Christopher Robin, which mm -hmm. one says that these niggas was in his imagination. And mm -hmm. two, they was communicating with each other. Animals communicate with each other. But in order for us to understand and to make it a book, then they have to be speaking English. <laughs> That's, that don't make sense. None of this makes sense at all. Um, and the last one that I wanted to touch on was Junie B. Jones. Um, because that I know so many girls just like me that was like they go to girl when they was when i was going to the library about you know four fifth grade mm -hmm. junie that was my girl like you know what i'm saying she had lots of life lessons hundreds of books just you know sharing her experience and maybe helping us as we grew and learned like okay this stuff is normal that's happening in my household or going on with me at school or blah 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 insecurities that you might have like books are important mm -hmm. like they matter us having access to information matters and other people being able to tell us what we can and can't read is a fucking big problem. It's a big issue and we need to be very worried because these are children's books being banned. What about all the books that's not children's books? What about when they start banning books that encourages critical thinking, encouraging you to think for yourself, to have your own mind? Like, this is very dangerous. That's probably the next step. They want to get rid of the imagination. You guys are getting too evolved. You want to challenge too much. We need to put you back in your place. Where is the fucking riot? Where is the... I heard some people were striking on September 1st. Nobody's going to work on September 1st, buying thing, anything, or paying their rent on September 1st. And I just don't feel like it's realistic. Um... And we're going to get more into it in the episode of why I feel that way. But, yeah. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter unless everybody literally does it. Yeah. Like, you might be able to impact your city or something if you can get everybody in your area. But. On a large scale. Yeah. I Outside of people not paying their rent on the first, because you usually have a three-day grace anyways. Mm -hmm. Outside people not going to work, you could call off. People are not going to stop buying shit. And that's what it come down to. Every day mm -hmm. I open TikTok, I'm starting to get a little bit annoyed because so much of the content is surrounding TikTok shop. And I get it because people are just trying to make a living. But it's mm -hmm. like, we're literally keeping this cycle going of the very thing that we say and that we don't want, which is capitalism. Mm -hmm. So I just don't get it. And honestly, I don't know how to be in my personal life right now. It's very stressful thinking about all the things that's going on in the world. How am I contributing to this? How can I not contribute it? But then also not having the um, privilege to not participate. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. a privilege. Like earlier this week, you had sent me, it was Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis had this um, house they just built or maybe it's whatever is finally finished. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was like, you it's know. It's like a self-sustainable farmhouse right yeah and that's like definitely goes for me but i felt a little irritated when i seen it because i was like you can afford to do this mm -hmm. yeah a lot more people would be sustainable if they could afford to do it but it takes money to become sustainable you know what i'm saying even if you start just with bare minimum stuff saying like okay i'm only gonna buy resale stuff most resale stuff costs more money than if you would just go to Walmart to buy it. Even going to the thrift shops, most of that stuff costs more than if I just bought an outfit off a of sheen. Like, there's a lot of privilege that comes with that. And so it's fucking getting overwhelmingly frustrating for me. Like, I be having to just check out for days because what do you do? Honestly... Unless you're willing to not have anything at all for a while, 
you can't really get out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what they want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The one last thing I just want to add about the book bans is how many of these books that are being banned are in the library. Um, I just only touched on a few know that there are thousands of books that's banned right now Mm -hmm. and so this is affecting our public libraries this is affecting the libraries getting funding from whatever states that they're in um and that means that people once again who don't have the access or the privilege to go shopping for books you know what i'm saying like if our local library got closed that would change our life dramatically we go to the library every week with our kids like Mm so yeah Shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Um, well, the next thing I want to get off my chest, I'm going to try not to spend too much time here, mm-hmm. but um, emotionally, I have lots of feelings about it because it's me. And um, as much as I say, I don't be careful what people think or what people say, like, we all care to an extent, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. we knew this was going to happen as our content continued to grow, which it's like, I want our podcast to grow. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be exposed to so many people who don't get the point of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Like, our podcast is to educate, celebrate, and um, continue growth in the black community. Like, that's just what we're about. Of course, we're going to talk about other issues that impact other communities because we part of other communities. You know what I'm saying? We're not just black women. Yeah. We're not just black people. We're also women. We're also in a gay relationship. You know what I'm saying? We also are parents. There's a lot of things that we talk about. Um, and some people just don't get, like, what's the reason we're talking about it? Because they have their own feelings about those subject matter. So recently, one of our older episodes, literally from Father's Day, yeah. what is this episode called? It's called um, that I don't uh, Daddy Issues. Oh yeah. Or not? Is it called Daddy Issues? No, it's called Daddy Lessons. Okay, yeah, that's the yeah, episode yeah. we did for Father's Day. And so y'all know this episode is months old, okay? But mm-hmm. that's what you can't help with social media is because all it takes is one person or a few people to share it and the next thing you know, the video was picking up and getting viral and stuff like that. And so now we have hundreds of comments under this video, most of them from men who are fathers who disagree what we're saying or think that we shouldn't be saying anything at all about fatherhood. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a father, then you have the right to talk about fatherhood and so that means every last one of us because it take a mother and a father to have a baby like even if you come from a different family even if you was adopted into a two-home family you still have a relationship with fatherhood in a sense of maybe wanting to have a dad or Mm -hmm. um wanting to know about who your biological father was like there's a relationship to fatherhood period because you're a person in the same sense with motherhood you're going to have an opinion based on your experiences that you have with your parents And in that episode, we talk a lot about the experiences we've had with our fathers. And maybe we weren't specific enough. Maybe we were generalizing, you know, to protect people that we're in relationships with and stuff. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, is that um, those are our opinions based on our experiences. And so we're allowed to have them. We're allowed to talk about them. And we're not berating or being harmful to a community of black men just by sharing those opinions. Bad fathers exist. And... One of my most things that I go by, if people did not want you talking shit about them, then they shouldn't behave differently in the experience with you. And so all these fathers that feel like a hit dog that's going to holler in our comments, I'm going to direct you to one place and one place only. And we're going to move into Forest Bias now to um a creator that i've been watching actually for years now because she is so funny and so cool and relatable Mm -hmm. um her at name is this is jessica rose i think Mm -hmm. um she is a mom influencer so she make a lot of content about her relationship with her and her daughter how she came to be a mother 
and the fact that she is a baby mother okay a single mom yeah and um she for for us bias this week because it's still black business month you know i want you guys to go promote and go shop her business she sells a few different things but there's one item specifically that i feel like everybody should have and that is these mugs first of all they're glass mugs so they're real nice mm -hmm. you can microwave them they're heat safe you know what i'm saying all that jazz they just look good and on on the mug it says baby daddy's tears i'm getting me one <laughs> So that I can drink it on these episodes. And maybe post a picture in the comments. Drinking my baby daddy tears. You know. When these mans is upset. I had to reflect on myself. Like I said to you. I mm -hmm. listened to the episode. I was like do I hate men? Are they projecting on me their experience? Or is that really what I'm giving? And I will say that. There is something inside of me that hate men based off of my experience that I personally had with men. I don't think all men are bad though. I just think generally when it comes to men and having re relationships with them, navigating relationships with them, whether they be your father, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, mm -hmm. your boyfriend, your baby daddy, or your husband, they're behind the curve. They're behind the learning curve, okay? And we having a lot of issues with men, period. Um, and I'm never going to sit here and make up excuses or lies just to paint a beautiful picture of what men are if that's not my experience to be in relationships with them. Like, that's just what it is. Like, I can't share an experience with you guys that I did not have. And so I'm sorry if our Father's Day issue was not positive enough for y'all. I feel like it was uplifting men in the black community. But um, if you want to hear something different, then maybe you be the one to be the shared. Because I can't do that. And I'm never going to do it either. I'm never going to sit up here. People were saying we was painting a narrative. And it's like, it's not a narrative. Like a narrative is like a story people tell. Mostly fiction that's not what we're doing here mm -hmm. um we're talking real story like sharing actual experience real lives this is a real thing that's impacting everybody everywhere who's had a father and that's just fathers not being good yeah i didn't say there's no such thing as a good father you might have had a good daddy i personally cannot relate to that and that's just is what it is. And I'm also not about to sit up and let a whole bunch of men bash women, especially black women, mm -hmm. just because we took an episode to discuss our issues with fatherhood. Like, yeah. And I mean, it really, a lot of it comes down to them just not being good people themselves. Mm -hmm. So... It's not really our problem that you're not evolved. You know. Mm. Like. They kept having an issue with us saying. Um, some fathers. Pay bills and that's it. It's like. <laughs> you don't understand that it. Takes more than paying bills to be a good parent. That's your issue. No, it really hit them. And like, I've had conversations with men in real life before. And I've said this before. A lot of men don't see the value that they add to their relationships, whether it's romantic or platonic, to their children. They don't see any value past financial. And that's just on self-hate. That's on you not taking the time to learn yourself and to build yourself up. Mm -hmm. you, only you can do that with yourself. Like, I can't, I could tell you, you worth more than paying bills, but then it's still going to be looked at the other way. Like, what's wrong with paying bills? Mm -hmm. Y'all don't know what y'all want. Now y'all, first y'all saying y'all not going 50-50. Now y'all saying it's just paying bills. Like, it's not a big deal. Well, first of all, everybody has to pay bills. Mm -hmm. We all got bills to pay, honey. 
Yeah. It's not a man thing. There's some people who've been paying bills since they was kids. It has nothing to do with being a man. It's just a part of life. It's a part of life. <laughs> just like you have to know how to wash your own ass and make your own food. You also need to know how to pay your own bills. Okay. Nobody's saying that that's a man's job. We're saying that that can't be the only thing that you have to offer to a relationship and think that you can call yourself good. That's all we saying. Literally. There's other things. I personally, I need some intimacy. You know what I'm saying? We need emotional connection, emotional mm -hmm. intelligence in relationships. You need to just actually get to know your kids as people. Like, how many times have we said that, <laughs> oh, oh, this person or that person don't really know us? Like, yeah. It's more to it than what you can provide financially. And if you don't get that, it's because you're one of those people who think that all you have to offer is money. And let's be honest, those few dollars, like if you're not a, you, if you don't have a stay-at-home wife or girlfriend, whatever it is that your relationship is, and you literally are not paying all the bills yourself, then you could just shut the fuck up anyways. Because you sharing bills with somebody doesn't, that even further extends the point that you need to do something more than go to work. Yeah. And we were specifically talking about in a relationship with a father. Like, yeah. They act like we was talking about with your man. They was like, and y'all can stop choosing these. I didn't choose my daddy. <laughs> Not on a human level, I didn't. I didn't, I wasn't like at the hospital, like that one looks like a good daddy. I'm going to go with that one. Like it was already <laughs> ordained. You don't get to choose your daddy. Ciao. Anyways, that's all I had to really say about that. <laughs> um, you want to do forest spice? Finish it off. <laughs> finish it off <laughs> so in black women news Shikari Richardson won the women's 100 meter world championship I just want to say yes absolutely and you're welcome to the world not you welcome. <laughs> um, shout out to Shakari Richardson. She been through a lot these last few years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I seen an interview where she recently was saying that she really wasn't worried about what nobody think about her winning this or her being the fastest woman alive because people are finicky and one minute they support you and they love you and everything that you're doing in the next minute, you know what I'm saying? They don't approve of what you're doing and stuff like that. And so... The best thing that you can do is um, follow your heart and do what makes you happy with no care if anybody's going to love it or hate it or, you know, add more value to your life. What do you think is valuable? But shout out to her for doing her thing and keep going and doing the thing that she loves doing. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's even more inspiring than her being the fastest woman alive. So, yeah, we love to see it. Especially when she snatched that wig off. I said, you better. <laughs> Taking seconds off your time. Get that weave out of here. <laughs> For real though. Um, we can move into gratitude. This week we won't be doing an affirmation of the week. Because I feel like where I am personally. I don't know if you can agree with this. I just need to take a moment and really just be grateful for what I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you grateful for? This week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm I, unsure. I hate that you had to think so hard about this. Like. I mean because. I'm trying to think of something specific. Mm -hmm. It's like. I'm. I'm grateful for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I need to shout out. I need to shout myself out. I'm grateful for me. 
Ticket page from Snoop Dogg, but <laughs> I like to thank I'm me. <laughs> Literally. Um this week for gratitude, I really actually just wanna be grateful for what I have and who I am. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like sometimes I be down in my dumps or whatever. What do you mm-hmm. call it? Down in the down dump. in the dumps. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so it's like I just want to take a moment to actually just be grateful for all the things that I do have. Because sometimes, or a lot of times, I get caught up and sometimes I just be overthinking all the things that I feel like I need right now or where I would like my life to be. And um, just the fact that right now I'm living in a manifestation. Right now you're living in a manifestation. So at one point, you hoped and dreamed for all of this. Even the good and the bad. And so that deserves some attention. The fact that we asked for this and this is exactly where we are. And so maybe take the time to just enjoy it a little bit more. Seeing that this is where I asked to be at. Yeah. You're that girl. (laughs) I skip that song. I say that every time. Um, So what are we discussing this week on the podcast? On today, we are discussing Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Is it Maslow or Maslow? Girl. (laughs) We're talking about the hierarchy of needs. I'm from Cleveland. I already don't pronounce half of the words the way they're supposed to be pronounced. (laughs) We know that's true because there's always somebody in the comments like... (laughs) Required. (laughs) Somebody said it sounded like I wasn't required to go to school either. I hate people. You might have ate that one up just a little. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I really wanted to talk about this because this last few episodes, we kind of been talking about fulfillment, being at peace, Mm -hmm. and what that requires. And we're super guilty of it because, you know, we like to think that being in a positive mindset or controlling your thoughts will control your reality. And although that is very true, there are things systemically in place that can prevent us from, you know, achieving actuality because life. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just as easy as changing your mind. And I wanted to discuss this pyramid because this is a reminder that there are things that we need in order for us to achieve the highest version of ourselves, in order us to truly be fulfilled. And when one of those things is amiss, you notice it. You notice it within your body, your spirit. You notice it in your environment. And then it slowly just turns into a ball of I hate my life. And so, yeah, I feel like it was necessary to have this conversation because we you can't positive way thinking yourself out of poverty. You know what I'm saying? We can't love our way into a new society that's accepting of all people and not manipulative and not taking advantage of us financially. We just simply can't. Um, and so it's very important to acknowledge that. Yeah, I think that um, changing your mindset or working on the way that you think, it's beneficial for you personally, like, and internally, but basically, like you said, you need things outside of yourself to really get the full enjoyment and full satisfaction of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can um, Google, I'm going to post in one of the posts this week, like the pyramid or whatever, but you can Google Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. And it's literally just a pyramid, like the full groups ones, you know what I'm saying? The triangle is like, you know, what you need a little bit, but as it widens and widens, that's what you need the most, you know? So the first thing... Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, literally, 
um, the first thing that you need is your physiological needs. And so that <laughs> is your basic necessities, the basic rights to live, which recently the United States said they didn't feel like um, we deserve any of this stuff. Like, <laughs> when you do your own research, but just know that our country does not think that we... They think we deserve it. They think that they shouldn't have to provide it to us. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> so, um, that would be like water, food, shelter, your clothes, the ability to breathe. Okay. Homeostasis. And I had to Google like, girl, what the fuck is homeostasis? <laughs> and now I feel like I'm about to be using this all the time. <laughs> That's how it is. You learn something new and then you start saying it. So, I looked it up and it's essentially having the ability to um what am i trying to say like to control your emotions or like control is not the best to word. regulate yeah regulate there yeah. we go regulate so it says is any self-regulating process by which an organism tends to maintain stability while adjusting to conditions that are best for its survival so that means like when your physical world is not giving what it's supposed to give, but homeostasis is you still being a, be in a safe place emotionally, vibrationally, even though physically you're not there. Like that's a, a ability that we have within ourselves. And I thought, oh damn, that's really a thing. Yeah. And then the next level up, we have safety, which is security of your body, health. Family, employment, any resources, and also property. And I feel like, damn, those two things kind of go together. Like, the needs, but then also the safety. Like, if you don't have either one of those, how are you going to feel? Fucking depressed. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you are afraid to leave your home every day, mm -hmm. or if you feel like you need to keep your head on a swivel, that's taken away from your peace yeah absolutely um even now with all of the administration and stuff that is saying like oh you know what i'm saying us as women we don't have the rights to our own body somebody else could say whether we can or can't do something with our body and that's like very scary you know what i'm saying yeah. like even little things that we think are not impacting us on a daily basis. It is because we carrying the feelings around with us all day. Like, you know, so it is impacting you. And just employment obviously is a big one. You know what I'm saying? If people feel like that they don't have the ability to work, then they're going to think, okay, how is their bills getting paid? When mm -hmm. that's the society that has been created on purpose. It used to be a society where we had fucking food forests and you could just walk outside and get your food. You could walk outside and hunt your food. You know what I'm saying? We didn't need to go to work to have any of our needs met. And that's where we are now, which is very dangerous. Yeah. Um, I felt really validated when I was looking at this list. I don't know about you, but I felt very validated in a few things that to me was rooted in like materialism or consumerism but then i realized like actually it's not like i should be able to have these things like i deserve these things like sometimes i just be wanting to buy new clothes or whatever and it's like i'll tell myself like girl you don't need new clothes or whatever but like mm -hmm. maybe i do though you know yeah. what i'm saying um and even with the property thing or whatever, like recently I went through something where I lost a lot of my belongings and like that still is like devastating to me. Like I low-key don't even want to talk about it because I'm going to start crying. And like, yeah, that makes me feel unsafe. I was yeah. like, damn, like, okay, don't be reading me. <laughs> um, Do you want to talk about the next one? <clears throat> Esteem. We're we're here. Just kidding. <laughs> Love and belonging. <laughs> um, this is intimacy, family, and meaningful relationships. Basically, connection. Mm -hmm. You need to feel connected. You need to have some type of community. You need to feel cared for. All that jazz. Yeah. 
That's a huge thing. I feel like intimacy is definitely like, you know, up there for me because you can have all these relationships. You could have 20 friends, but if you don't really know them, if you don't really connect with them, what value is that adding to your life? Like it doesn't. At 20, it's cool. But at 35, you're like, I don't have no friends. You see it every day on the internet and it's because like, what what intimacy were you adding to that, you know? And not realizing that that is a need of yours that needs to be met, you know what I'm saying? Like, um... I feel like that gets lost on a lot of people in their friendships. Yeah, no, it does get lost on people. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to that because from a young age I've always been very super close with the friends that I had because Mm -hmm. maybe not maybe but definitely it was something I wasn't getting from my parents so I knew in my heart that was something I needed and I went to go seek that out like a lot of my friends we have relationships that people who don't have a relationship the same as ours they might look at it as weird like we be doing too much or something like me and my Mm -hmm. best friend used we used to celebrate Christmas together. Every year we would get each other gifts. You know what I'm saying? That just was like something we'd do. Somebody who's not used to that, that might make them insecure. Like, why are y'all getting each other gifts? Like, bitch, because that's what best friends do. And our <laughs> love language is receiving gifts and giving gifts. And so that's what we chose to do. Like, people don't understand the intimacy behind that. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I remember once I was in a relationship and... One of my friends, we I would talk to her every day. And they didn't understand, like, why do you need to talk to this girl every day? And it's like, that's our relationship. That's what our relationship was built on, was talking yeah. to each other every single day. And so, yeah. It's definitely... You be needing it. Like, who wants to just be alone? Nobody. Like, you need to connect with somebody. Yeah. And it adds fulfillment to your life, period. Hmm. I think I'm going through some things. <laughs> well, we can talk about it later if you want. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is the place you want to, you know, hash that out. Yeah. <clears throat> so next, we have esteem, which is confidence, respect, status and self-esteem uh i feel like that's pretty self-explanatory you need to love yourself you need to feel respected you need to have the confidence to at least try something if you don't even if you don't think that you'll be good at it Mm -hmm. you know you need to I feel like this one is saying how important it is to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to respect who you are and where you are at this moment. Like you said, to love yourself, to have the confidence in your abilities that you can do things. You know what I'm saying? Because it just gets you places. If Mm -hmm. you didn't have any of these things, then you would be the type of person that's easily taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or easily manipulated. And so you got to be there for yourself like that's important yeah. um and then the last one at the tippy top of the pyramid is self-actualization and this one has morality creativity and fulfillment and so that basically means that consciously knowing what's right or wrong for you being able to do the right or wrong thing <laughs> um having creative energy flowing through you at all times like to me, what I believe is that we're all channeling all day God's energy, spirit, whatever you call it, you know, based on what you believe. And and when we are open to creativity, then that information could just come to us and we could just have new ideas and new thoughts and whatever, however that practically moves in our life. We need that energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, period. And then, of course, fulfillment, like you need to be fulfilled. You need to feel like your life is worth living. Like, and you need to feel good about who you are. Like, to be fulfillment is just, like, the ultimate level of peace. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like another part of that is you need to feel like you're adding value to something. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a need for me because if I feel like something not valuable, I'm out of there. <laughs> um, that sounds terrible, but if you know, then you know. Um, but like not. Not necessarily something adding value to you, but you adding value to something else. Well, yeah. I mean, the same thing can be applied to what I just said. Yeah. I understood what you mean, and that was my um, response to it. But I understand <laughs> how you've seen it as the other way. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it applies to both situations. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, you know what's worth your energy. And so why would you keep adding to something if what you're doing is not a true value or true contribution to it? Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready to move into Mental Health Matters? <clears throat> mental Health Matters. <laughs> yeah. So this week for Mental Health Matters, this seems like a side quest, but I promise it's not. I really wanted to discuss um, a book called Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you can purchase this book, but there is a free audio version on YouTube where you can literally search Feeling is the Secret, Neville Goddard, and come up. And then you can listen to the book, be done in a few hours, and then you have a new outlook on life, okay? This book is so amazing and it really did change the way I thought about my own feelings. Mm -hmm. And this book is one of those self-help slash manifestation technique books. And it's really all about validating your own feelings and listening to your feelings within your body. And to me, this connects to the main topic is if you are like listening to yourself at all times, then you know what you need and you know which of your needs are also not being met. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so then you can seek experiences that will be more fulfilling to you on all these levels where, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be provided for. And then when you look at the hierarchy of needs, you could be like, check, 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 check. You know what I'm saying? I got it all down back. Because yeah. I decided to listen to myself and how I feel. Um, your feelings matter. So it's just really important. Like no matter what it is that you're going through in life. If you just listen to your heart and like meditate on your own energy and be like, damn, I actually really don't like this shit. Why am I still doing it? Mm -hmm. Or at least communicating what your needs are so that they can be met. Like. It ain't always like about getting out of a situation. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to sound like that person, <laughs> but it's not, you know. Sometimes it's about communicating healthily and making the place where you are, the environment where you are, you know, fulfilling. So, absolutely. Um, yeah. For Mental Health Matters this week, read a fucking book. Because read knowledge book, is power. Read a book. Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we can move into the breaks. Are you listening to any music this week? Do you have anything for music of the week? Well, first off, I'm still listening to Gotti. It's really giving you what it's supposed to give, huh? It is. Um, no fake love and the Mama Business song. Mm -hmm. It's either before or after that. I think it's before. Those are really the ones that are giving me what I need giving me the fuel you know I've been really in my R&B bag lately um I don't know something about just singing in the shower just really does it for me you know I'm a fan of that yeah <laughs> this is actually a household of shower singers it's yeah kind of hilarious <laughs> um but I've really been listening to the new well the latest scissor album have you listened to that at all? Um, I know I started listening to it, but I left mm -hmm. just because she's in a different place in her life that I'm not. <laughs> so. Well, um, she recently dropped a video this week to Snooze. Um, and that's like one of my favorite songs from the album. 
I feel like it's all about being present where you are. Sometimes we'd be so thirsty trying to get to the next thing or maybe even the next person, the next mm-hmm. vibe. And um, you be sleeping on who you are in this moment. You be sleeping on the environment and the resources that you have right now in front of you. And sometimes, unfortunately, we sleep on people. Yeah. Because you think that somehow there could be something better out there, you know, or whatever. There's so much more, like, you know, deciding to leave relationships, friendships, even familiar relationships alone when it's things that you could talk about and possibly grow from. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the case, though. Yeah. That's not always the case. But <laughs> sometimes you need to let it go. Yeah, so shout out to that album. I've really been bumping that heavy this week. Um, for the breaks, though, I did. Um, okay, I know I said that this summer was definitely a hot girl summer, but it's giving a sexy red summer. Yeah. I don't care what this girl <laughs> dropped. I'm going to listen to it. And I don't care if I can't relate to not one single lyric. I love the way that the music makes me feel. It yeah. makes me feel like just me is okay. Just me being from Cleveland, low hood girl, like, that's just fine. Like, she's my kind of people. Like, <laughs> sexy red girl, what's up? Um, her and Suki Hana dropped a new song and a video, and it's called Hood Rats. I love that. Okay, it's definitely giving ski energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so shout out to her and shout out to Suki. So, yeah. Shout out Suki. She's been... (laughs) She's been Suki for a long time. And I'm actually glad that more people are seeing her. Mm Mm-hmm. I think um I hate the negativity around it though. And you know the negativity is just noise because people who don't feel comfortable being themselves but also people who don't understand the entertainment industry like mm-hmm. just like Sexy Red, Suki Hana is a performer. She's an entertainer. You don't know her from a can of paint <laughs> and who we are seeing Suki Hana on stage, Suki Hana in the music video, that could be the farthest farthest thing from who she really is like just enjoy it or don't enjoy it but that's it it don't have to be more than that it don't have to be a think piece it don't have to be about women respecting themselves like she's an entertainer either be entertained or scroll on to the next thing it's like that easy it's the conversation starting to get frustrating to me because it's so anti-black woman and I, i don't even I don't even have the time today to explain to you or get into it because it, I'm not. Yeah. It's 2023. Black woman has always been seen as sexual deviants. Like, that's not going to change just because we're twerking outside, twerking in a music video. Like, stop. Yeah. Um, the City Girls dropped the song. Did you listen to it? I did. It's called Face Down. It's still my vibe. You know, city girl. It's in my heart. Uh, (laughs) It's in my heart. Don't come for me. (laughs) But I will say I was a little disappointed with the beat because it's giving act up I think like the drum the drums it's like is this old song or Mm -hmm. what's going on I feel like it's taking a step back production wise but I'm still gonna play it I might have to listen to it get my ears on it like you said yeah um I seen when it dropped and I got my little Apple Music notification, City Girls. And it was the middle of the night, so I didn't play it or whatever. But I also didn't go back to see it. Yeah. I feel like 
as the city girls go, I'm a late bloomer. So it takes me some time to connect to their music. And then I'll be back and I'll be like, this is my jam. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. just got to let it marinate. <laughs> yeah. And also, speaking of Sexy Red, I just want to shout her out. Shout out. Um, she sold her tour out in 30 minutes. Damn. I want to see Sexy Red real bad. I do too. I was mad. I didn't even know... It was a it tour. Was <laughs> Is she like the opener too? Like that's what's up. Um. Well, I don't know if it's gonna be anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it is, I'm sure. Like, she would be the headline. Okay. Yeah, yeah we gotta get tickets. It's always a way you can find tickets. They be saying they sold out, but it's always a way. Yeah. Um, I love her. Um, she from St. Louis, ain't she? We should go to St. Louis. I'm actually not sure where she's from. I'm pretty sure she is from St. Louis. If we could get those St. Louis tickets, that'd be that great. That would be a nice little, cute little trip. It would. It's giving vacay. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, we can twerk the whole ride. <laughs> you gonna be twerking in the driver's seat. You know I'm gonna make it do what it do. <laughs> she do be twerking in the driver's seat, y'all. <laughs> Who y'all think I am? It's really Cherry. Yeah. Facts. I never thought about that. She's the bad bitch in this relationship. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but you are, though. Not in the ways that bad bitchery is perceived in the year of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> See? Okay. Yeah. Also... La Tyler dropped a song called Rapper of the Year. That's her man, y'all. Um, easy on that because he's a child. That's not stopping nobody else. The perversion. Mm. Go ahead and say about his music because I don't want to get off topic. I am a fan of this young man's music. I love his voice. That's really what's getting it done. And like his flow. I really appreciate him as a rapper. Now that other stuff. If y'all are grown and lusting over this young man, you need to be arrested. He is a literal child. That's disgusting. But his music is phenomenal. See, that's why I even just stay out of the underage category. I don't need that on my head. I don't need it. I tried to avoid his music just because I knew he was a child. And, like, the content was like, "Mm, somebody call CPS. And that's another thing is the content. I don't want to downplay when you hyping him up so i'm gonna just be quiet <laughs> it's not him himself it's just the vibes is weird over there yeah. i don't get it who is the management it's giving their profiting of off of his blackness i don't like it okay is he even black i haven't looked into it um just he's not him. white y'all okay? i'm treating him like the same way but he could Drake. be just light skin he could be hispanic he could be both i don't know um i haven't looked into it i'm just i'm treating him like drake i enjoy the music so that's what i'm here for oh treating him like drake that's not we're off to a rocky start with this <laughs> well we can move into was that all is that all you have for the music of the yes week? that's all <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Um, we can slide into BBOU, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, this past week, I was excited because I was invited to go to Crave in Bloomington, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my first time doing a shoot secret shopper experience. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, y'all be hyping it up. Secret shopper <laughs> is not all that. Okay, people make it seem like Seabird Shopper go and order like 10 things off the menu, like Mm. just balling out basically, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it wasn't that. Shout out to Crave. Um, They are like a barbecue place. They also have like all different kind of hot dogs, like a New York hot dog, a Chicago hot dog. Anything you could think of mm-hmm. that is a hot dog, they have them. They also have like a beer wall with like 
uh, at least 15 different type of beers, which is cool. Some of them local and stuff. So that was dope. Um, and I went with Max and Eva. So I feel like kids always get the best honest review. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we, what do we rate on? To five. Right. Customer but I mean, service, food, Atmosphere, uh, food, atmosphere, food, atmosphere, customer service. Is customer service not part of atmosphere or that's not, that's something else? Uh, I okay. feel like that's different. Okay. So atmosphere is like the vibes of the place. The vibes, I'm going to give it a two. It was just very basic. Um, they have they're a corporate business or whatever so they have franchises so all the mm-hmm. franchises kind of have like the similar vibe inside it's like it's giving like woods or like something like that mm-hmm. um it was clean so the atmosphere i'm gonna give that a three because it just wasn't nothing exciting it just was very mm-hmm. regular you know what i'm saying and yeah. the location is like right next door to the gas station if you like looking to go somewhere and feel like it's a more fancy experience to me it's more casual than anything yeah i mean it is hot dogs and barbecue i guess you can't expect too much (laughs) um but the actual food itself i'm gonna give it not looking good i'm trying to decide if i'm giving it a three or a four so i'm gonna give it a three and a half okay the food was cool um max said his hot dog was crazy delicious he loved it he ate it so fast (laughs) they had different tots like they had sweet potato tots and they had regular tots we got both and they were super good the tots were really good yeah um Eva had macaroni and cheese and something else. And the cheese was extra cheesy. Which, like, if this was, like, five years ago, I would have been like, yeah, it was so cheesy. Like, that would have been a plus for me. But nowadays, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, And I had got some wings. And the wings were good. They were cooked perfectly. They were super hot and smoking when they came out, which I like to see. You know, Mm. we love a little steamy plate. Yeah. Um, But the chicken itself was not very flavorful. So, Mm. yeah. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Damn. I do want to go back, though, just so we can, like, check out the beer wall. That was the most um, thing that enthused me, even though I'm not really a drinker and I don't especially drink beer. Um, it was, they, they were like five cents per ounce or something. Like it was so cheap than Mm -hmm. just going to get beers and then you could try all these different beers. So I thought that was super cool and exciting. Definitely gave date night vibes or even like game night as football Mm -hmm. season is approaching. I think we're here already. Yeah. Football season is here. So, you know. To me, that type of vibe is definitely go with you and your homies. Have some different beers. Watch the game. Yeah. Sounds cool. Shout out. Crave. Not crave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. So, um, what are you making time for this week? Uh, um... I'm making time for getting this conference room together up here. (laughs) The conference room. I've heard of the kitchen. I have not been to the conference room. Yeah. Damn. Getting it together, figuring out what's going on, what's really on the agenda, what are we prioritizing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you making time for? Um... I really hope that my kids can go back to their dad's house this week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if they do, then I'm going to make some time to actually pour in energy into myself. Mm. I feel like I be having a lot of time and I don't be using it wisely for anything. Mm. Um, It's giving 
dissociation vibes. Mm-hmm. And um, my birthday was just last week. And, like, this ain't nothing new for real. But, like, I just don't be feeling the best when it's my birthday. Like, I don't be in a celebrating mood. I be irritated. I don't know what I want for my birthday. But all I know is I'm never happy on my birthday. And I feel like a lot of that has more to do with me and the way I treat my birthday than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like most people, when it's their birthday, they, like, want to look good, want to get their hair done, do their nails, stuff like that. And, like, I was looking the best on my birthday, I think. Was I? Oh, wait. No, we took those pictures. I wasn't looking amazing. You were looking amazing. But what I'm trying to say is, I just want to take some more time to add energy to the things that I used to value that I don't make time for anymore. Like doing my nails or painting my toes or like getting dressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Put the value back in you. On the outside, you know. On the inside. On the outside. It's like all about my physical appearance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna impact me positively on the inside too because when you when you look good you feel good you feel yeah. good you play good you play good they pay good period and I'm trying to get paid okay yeah um well yeah that's really all I have anything else on your end not a damn thing. Well, without further ado, <laughs> I've, I've got, got time. time.